Welcome to the Men Talk About Podcast. This is your host, Paul Newell. And in this episode, I interview Nurse Carlo B., the therapeutic Malou. And if you're asking, what the hell is a therapeutic Malou? Well, you're in the right place. Carlo is a wealth of information. And in this episode, uh, I highly encourage you to listen to the whole thing because he discusses um, how something called the therapeutic Malou, faith, connection to the Most High, and self-awareness are keys to our healing, our elimination of dis-ease. So kick back, enjoy this episode, because as soon as this intro is done, we're going right in. Um, I need you to listen to this quick for a moment. How come an individual is able to tell that it arrived from its destination from its travel with life, right? For example, yeah. that if you're in point A and you want to be in point B, mm -hmm. you will be able to know that I'm arriving in point B. Yet, you are not able to tell within yourself if your health is arriving into what I call the salvation of optimum health mm -hmm. in your finances? How come you're not able to tell that you're just chasing the wind? Mm -hmm. how, are, how are you not able to tell that you are in damnation? So it's like what I'm hearing you say is like, how do people tell when they're wandering? Right. And how they know when they get to a destination. Yes, okay. exactly. How come yeah. we can we can tell from our travels mm -hmm. yet we cannot tell we cannot tell from within ourselves. Oh boy, this is about to get good. That we're broken, man. <laughs> Yo. How So this is so so this is what I love about this cuz first of all, I, I just want to give a little background, okay? So, um, for those who listen to the podcast, I met Carlo on the Fitness for a Lifetime. And we were talking. I met you, I think I met you when I was going through my fast at the time. Right. And Carlo gave, he, he um, gifted me his book, The Recovery Code. And I started reading it and I was like, whoa, this is dense. Like my man is going in on some like, some life tactics, life tips and life reflections, especially when we talk about where are we going with our destination, where are we going as far as like, are we going somewhere or are we wandering? Like I was, and there's a lot of depth to that. Now, one of the things that we're going to dive into today is Carlos started introing about this. We're going to look at his methods in relation to PTSD and suicide. Now, before we even get to that, I want to take a step back. Okay. Because for people that are listening to this, I want them to know what the heck is a therapeutic milieu? Awesome question. All mm -hmm. right. This is, this is the, the history of how I began in my journey in knowing the most high. Mm -hmm. I work in a mental uh, unit, in a mental health institution. Okay. It's a lockdown unit, right, for psychiatric people who suffer from uh, mental illnesses like schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, or people who suffer from substance dependence and they're undergoing rehab and they mm -hmm. go into this lockdown unit. Now. As a nurse, as a mental health geriatric nurse, we practice what we call a therapeutic milieu. It's an environment where we structure you in this psychiatric unit that you would be empowered in your coping skills, that you will be um, developing uh, how to adjust based on the environment that we subject you into this, what I call like the incubator. 
So people who suffer from maladaptive behavior mm -hmm. are placed in this lockdown unit and we structure their environment that they would respond in a positive way. Is the environment catered to an individual or is it catered to the unit as the a whole? The unit as a whole. We okay. look at the whole picture as a whole okay. whereby the, the patient or those who suffer from mental illnesses will be taught coping skills, how to adjust, you know, right. with their uh, emotional intelligence and in all the structures. It's a holistic approach whereby the environment is modified that the patient would thrive, that they would be maintained, they would be sustained in adjusting the stressors with life. It's mm -hmm. a controlled setting. Okay. Lo and behold, I didn't realize this. As I practiced this in the structured unit, in the place where I work, I, I discovered that life in itself mm -hmm. and the world in itself where we are at is also a therapeutic milieu from the divine that mm. I need you to understand. We are also governed by this therapeutic milieu that other people call it the divine matrix. Mm -hmm. um, science calls it the, the quantum field. It's around us. It's in this environment that we are governed to correspond to each other from the most high and us or whatever faith or belief that you follow. Right. Because I have understood that how do you know the most high or we call him God or we whatever you call in your faith or belief mm -hmm. is how also life will be revealed to you. That if you believe, if you are an atheist, if you believe, if you don't believe in God, so, so is it. That's life would be to you too. That life will be responding you in a way that you're on your own. You're on your self-imposed exile. I call that a self-imposed exile. And would that be like for a person that... Um that may be free of believing in, in, a, in a most higher, in a higher power, do they still have that, they, they're still having access to the, that divine matrix? Of yes course, or no? so everybody ev so has got this. Everybody, we are all subject to this divine matrix or the therapeutic mm. milieu. So there's like, so what I'm hearing you say is there's, there's a stage that is already set for us to heal. Yes. And to, to, to get our therapy. Yes. From each, okay. It's, it's it. an okay. environment. It's a, a structured environment where I practice in a psychiatric unit that I, um, I, uh, I apply this modality of approach mm -hmm. to, to the affected patient that they will cope, they will thrive, they will adjust, right. they will be maintained, they will be sustained, fostered, they'll be nourished and nurtured based on this environment that we modify them so that they will be able to cope in a positive manner and cancel the maladaptive behavior that we learn from each other. Oh, so now you got me curious, man. So what's, can you provide an example of how you would adjust, like for the units that you're working in, mm -hmm. what would be an example of how you adjusted that milieu, that therapeutic milieu for the team? Very smart question. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example, for example. Um, if I have a patient who's very paranoid, for mm -hmm. example, right, that don't want to take their medication, mm -hmm. they are suspicious, they are um, uh, guarded, right, and they, they don't want to take their meds. Right. So the approach for the nurse is to maintain what we call a neutral approach. We don't want that patient to be more paranoid. By, right. So we, we, say, we, we see it as it is. It's a neutral approach. We live it the way it is. So there's what we call neutral approach. There's also what we call a passive approach where you let it be. That if you right. don't want to eat, so go ahead, don't eat. Right. You know? right. And there's also what we call an active approach. 
those patients who are receptive to directions, who follow their treatment plan, we encourage them, come on, get out of the bed, participate in activities. Right. We provide an active approach. This is where the reality is, where we're at, with your relationship with the Most High as well, that He will give you what is an active approach, mm -hmm. a passive approach, and a neutral approach. Because you believe in the Most High, that you surrender in your faith of belief to Him, that you trust Him, that you have faith in Him, the Most High will also guide you. Remember this, the individual has free will. Mm. You have the position to make decision, but understand that position is inferior to your condition. Who controls the condition is God. That you are made in this situation that is favorable to you, that what other layman people call it uh, finding luck. Mm. You know, we mm. call it seeing luck or, you know, I'm lucky I got this. But if really you have, condition. it's a condition right. that the more you have faith, the more luck you will, you will be aligned into this therapeutic milieu because God will be actively guiding you because you believe in him and you trust in him and you are being faithful and righteous and follow what is the, the word of God that the scripture has provided to us. Mm -hmm. Now, this is for the individual who is receptive to have faith. But those who don't have faith, who do not know about this therapeutic milieu and how it's been governed, mm -hmm. right? God will be neutral to you. The same mm -hmm. way that the nurse mm -hmm. will be neutral to you in the therapeutic milieu in the psychiatric unit. It's like a standstill. Right. It's a right. standstill. It's just right. neutral. The way it's like as it is. Right. He will not intervene to you if you if you are uh, in such situation. He will just it's it's like you are forsaken and abandoned into your own self-imposed exile away from the presence of the Lord because you choose it in your self in your in your self-determination you have an autonomy right? right you practice free will so it's a choice that you follow in your firm uh, belief that if I don't believe in God so it is God right. will not bother you he's God so so like this is this is interesting because like uh, when, one of the things, like when I first started reading your book, uh, mm -hmm. it, because for me personally, I grew up religious, right? And I grew up as Jehovah's Witness, so I, mm -hmm. I think you and I had a conversation. I was like, "Yo, man, Carlo, I am churched out." Okay. So like, I recognized when I was reading your book that there was like there was a, um, I had to overcome a, a little bit of a resistance to really settle into what you were saying overall. And why I'm bringing this up now is because when we talk about faith. Mm -hmm. Um, for someone to really get the most out of this milieu, this environment, this therapeutic environment, is the faith uh, is the faith um, in the Most High, or is the faith in something? Do they? I mean, what what does this faith have to be in for it to be effective? That's a very valid question, and I ask the same way to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that question is it it works both ways. That one faith is a gift mm -hmm. to you to the individual. At the same way, the more the individual is prepared to be clean from its mind, body, and spirit, faith will be uh, uh, cultivated on you. So huh. okay. you have been, this is, this is where our schooling have failed to teach us to be delivered in the hands of the Most High, that we are taught mindfulness, right? We were educated. We spent a quarter of our lifetime learning to go to school. Right. To do what? 
except to copy what is already a successful formula, a blueprint that has been done by somebody. That's why we Ooh, study. You speak right? my language now, baby. We learn oh, yeah. <laughs> and we go all through these things. Right. But we were taught to be, uh, self, to be independent on our own uh, consciousness, right? But that is not the way because it is partnership. What I call is mindfulness comes mm. with faithfulness. Both goes hand to hand. If you don't have faithfulness and you only practice mindfulness, mm -hmm. you are like um, spiritually disabled. You don't know how to use your arms or your legs. Mm. That you are incapacitated because you're not just human. You're also divine. You are both spiritual and physical. You have both the human flesh and the spiritual flesh. Uh, nature of you right. is, is you have that power and your greatest power not is not in the mindfulness but in faithfulness that all of this knowledge wisdom and understanding will be revealed to you the key yeah. is faithfulness because who owns the power of knowledge is is not by human consciousness mm -hmm. it appears to you like this in a snap of a finger oh how come i think this way and why do I feel this way? Is this true? When you have when you have the mindfulness and the faithfulness, correct, you're okay. correct. That that you will you will be attracting these thoughts that would suddenly appear into your awareness. Like why I have I'm having this attention? Why am I why am I focused not to be aware of such a problem? Other than that, you are walking in uncertainty. You don't know. Right. This is so, where we have failed in schooling. It's not really what we know that keeps us going it's what we don't know because what we know so, is so uh, so tell, wait so I'm, I'm, i want to i want to get clarity on that so you're saying it's 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 free of being in what we um the faith like you said like it's the gap is in what we don't know right is that what you said so, yes so what we don't know you're saying that the, the this environment what we don't know is that connection so what are you what are you what are you referring to like what we as to what we don't know okay L let's distinguish this first yeah what we know is knowledge right yes a second ago is already gone that's already old news right, right? right. we know that right what keeps me moving that I have to do what I need to do to accomplish my desire mm -hmm. the result that I need to produce to my my wishes right mm -hmm. it's what we don't know that's why it keeps you moving that's why I need to work hard so that I could achieve this what we know is already gone it's so, old news so what i'm hearing is integration it's like learning because when you're saying the knowledge come like okay i get knowledge great poof it's gone when that piece going forward i see that as the integration because in the integration i don't know how this awareness and knowledge is going to come through i i know? need i need you to Stay that statement backwards again. Okay. The knowledge that you know, right, mm -hmm. it's already gone a second ago. Right. What you don't know, let me ask you that now. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is only potential power. Other than that, it has no use to you if you don't know the application of that knowledge. A lot of people know content, but they don't know the context. Mm -hmm. They don't know the application of that knowledge. And that application lies that power from the most high that he will teach you what what how to 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 leverage that knowledge that you will have purpose mm -hmm. that you will benefit from that knowledge right. it's and it's not just stored in your memory bank to be yeah you're you know, applying it now you're applying it and right. what you need to apply is the unknown that oops, 
All, I, all of a sudden, I have a divine appointment that an opportunity would show up into my door because I've learned something five years ago that now will be applicable to me. Mm. It's a connection. It's a quantum field that the therapeutic milieu will redirect you. Okay. Redirect you. And the more you are prepared and ready in your skill set, in acquiring certain abilities and knowledge, specialized knowledge, the more you will be aligned that opportunities will come to you. Mm -hmm. And who is that power who has that but the Alpha and the Omega? The Most High. The Most High, which is right. the Alpha, the beginning and, and the, the end. end. What is the beginning? It's your understanding. What is the end? The result that you desire. So who do you seek? Why am I why am I imposing into myself to go into my own way in my self-imposed exile mm -hmm. apart from the presence of the Lord that I would I would go on my own. I would determine I would apply my autonomy in my volition power in my self-determination, right? That I would insist in my own way and I would not listen or consult to him that you're forsaken and abandoned with life. When, so it's like so when when someone's what I'm hearing you say is when someone is free of tapping into that resource of the Most High, then exactly. there's the wandering. Of, exactly. So this is fascinating because especially with the topic that we that you wanted to that we we both just agreed on like let's talk to, with PTSD and suicide, my judgment and my thinking is is that, well actually I'm curious what are the ways like from your experience that you've been able to take someone from the knowledge of okay this is what you get to do to heal to them applying that in this therapeutic milieu so that's 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 a, an analogy and let's reverse engineer and connect the dots backward okay answering to that question what i've i've asked for you right for example l listen to this why would a person right if you're driving your vehicle mm -hmm. and if you own a vehicle and and you can tell that the engine is running off the grid like something is not right in my car mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah what would we do do we continue driving take no. it to mechanic take it to mechanic exactly the same way with yourself why you cannot tell within you that your health is not functioning right where it's supposed to be mm -hmm. right or your optimum quality time is like am i chasing the wind here why am i why everything i touch turns into failure why i'm not succeeding why am i not right? getting this goal what? why am i exactly. still in this place like why? what's happening why right. am i feeling this way all these things right so yes. why can you tell the car you could tell the sign you could interpret the sign of the weather but you cannot interpret the sign of time within you what's wrong why are we not able to see well, right? Yeah. Why are we blind on our own? Well, what is something, what are the things that you've seen? Because like, because with what you told me, with, with who you work with in, your, in the unit, these are some serious conditions. So exactly. I'm wondering if like, especially when you talk about the three areas of life where it's the active, passive, and the neutral. Mm -hmm. My thinking, and I'm curious, like, wouldn't people be more in the passive place? Because, okay, I could see someone, like I had three friends last year that killed themselves. Wow. So... I'm looking at it like, well, wow. They were in a place like they they must maybe did they feel something was wrong and they failed to address it? And that's why I'm wondering with people with PTSD and, and people that are contemplating suicide, where is that space where they can begin to get help? Because that's the part, especially when we, this is about men talk about. Like in my judgment, men men are men are free of getting help. Mm -hmm. Men are like, oh, I, I'm good. Oh, okay. Ah, da, da, da. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, this is hurting. Like, 
So talk to that the, piece, the, please. The, exactly. The, the way how I discovered this, this uh, revelation from the Most High, I have understood the questions that I have asked him this question. One is, we really need to know who we are as a person. Mm. That's number one, right? Number two, you really need to know how did you arrive into your situation today, right this, at, at this moment, here right mm -hmm. now. How did you arrive today in your predicament, in your problems, in your challenges with life, or in your success? How did you arrive today? Ask yourself, what did I do wrong or what did I do right? And what can I learn from this? That I need you to learn what happened to your life because each and every person is made to bear witness to your own life that you are to testify in your own life that, hey, what's going on now? While all of a sudden I'm gaining 300 pounds of my weight, where was I when it was 280 pounds, 250, mm. 260, 200? It's what like did you, I do? You weren't like, paying attention to exactly. the signs. Exactly. You didn't right. pay attention to the You didn't wake up one day and say, oop, like this, I'm going to be paranoid now and suspicious and suicidal. No, you were not paranoid and su suicidal like this in an instant. It was little by little, drop by drop by drop, that it accumulated into a whole bucket that you will become overwhelmed with your life because you... Did you failed to pay attention. You, didn't, you did not wake up one day that, oh, all of a sudden, I can no longer sleep 24 hours a day. I'm becoming insomnia. I, I, I'm no longer able to sleep. I'm having a problem that I have to take medication. I asked my patient this question. When every day, when you were born since day one, you've been sleeping all your life, right? There is no reason for you not to master the art of sleep because you've been doing it since day one up to today that you are living and breathing. Why all of a sudden I can no longer sleep, that somebody's in control in my consciousness, mm. that I'm not able to rest and relax anymore. How did that happen? How did mm. that happen? Why did you allow that to happen? Why you did not watch the gate in your mind and in your heart and in your soul right. that you have been um, assaulted and there's like a squatter in your mind now that would not leave, that you are helpless and powerless, that That's you are deceived. Think. That's what they think, that right. they're helpless and powerless. And yes. What you're saying really is by them connecting to back to this, like w what the body's telling them, what the, what they're the messaging from the most higher, their faith and mindfulness. When they can connect back to that, then they can start to right the ship there. Exactly. We, okay. we really have to, be very, uh, we have to be very careful with this, this dectum that it says, um, if it's not broken, you don't fix it. We practice that precept in our mindset, like if it's not broken, we don't fix it. But then, we, the worst part of who we are as a human being, right, is that even if we know that we have arrived into our destination, right? right? right. Even if we know that this is not good for us, we are still betraying ourselves. Why do we do that? Tell me why. Exactly, because. Mm -hmm. You really want to know why? Yes, I do. And so do why, they. <laughs> why, why, why are we betraying ourselves? For example, if we know smoking is not good for you and right. gambling and all these things not good for you, right? You know that. You still keep doing it. Why? Is it conditioning? Why you don't know yourself? <laughs> oh! 
Yo, Carlo got that jam. This question, my so, friend. So listen, this why? is what well, Carlo. So here's why my are theme. you beaten and defeated with life, man? Why right. are you in damnation? This is right. what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Have you figured it out? What is it, life? Then, mm, this is now this now this is true reflection. It, this is it, it is a mind-boggling awakening. It's an awakening call for all of us, for each and every person. Because if we don't climb the ladder to heaven, right. is we are damned. So this is the thing that I'm getting right because I'm I'm oh, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. Like I'm I'm in this space, so I'm a, I can be an analyzer and really be really in my oh well, what happened here? Like I mm -hmm. did this. Mm -hmm. Like even right now, I'm like at the end of a relationship and I'm recognizing like well what what brought me to this place like what's my what was my responsibility in this right so I could look at this and I could start to okay let me let me pull this in and let me change this environment that I was in when I was divorced when I was going through a divorce I wasn't in that space I was just like she did this to me so why why I bring this up is because in my in our culture I see that it's we have a victim mentality Right. right, it's like, right. well, this is happening. This is happening to me. Mm -hmm. They did this, mm -hmm. and my challenge, and what I'm, what I'm interested to hear from you is, what are the ways that someone can lift themselves out of that space? Because being in that space is a dark hole. Exactly. So, what are the ways I, you've seen? This, this is where I am uh, trying to. Uh, this is why one of the reasons I am, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing for others because I wanna alleviate the pain that we have been deceived from our understanding. Because number one, we are taught incorrectly how to manage life in this damaging world. That every single day. What you are doing with life, if I'm going to reveal to you that answer in that question, mm -hmm. why, why we are betraying ourselves, mm -hmm. even if we know, right? Some people don't know that they're ever arrived in their destination at all. They're lost, right. totally lost in the translation of life, totally lost in the transaction of life. And others, they are, um, they know, right? But still they betray themselves. From, from what they're doing, they're, they betray their self-interest, mm. that they are denying their therapeutic use of self and beneficial purpose of application in others, right? Say that one more time. Let me, okay, the reason, this is the number one precept I need you to understand. When you go through my book and I need you to understand what are you made of, that I need you to know you are made First of all, you have what I call a divine, spiritual, and human warranty. You have a warranty. Just like a car, mm -hmm. when you buy a car, has a warranty, correct? Right. Yeah. In what ways this warranty will be rebuked or dismissed? If, if it's outside of the warranty conditions. Exactly. When right. you are using incorrectly your vehicle, that you violate the terms and conditions of this warranty that you are in breach of this warranty. So when you, for example, I don't know, put water in the gas or whatever it is that you use in your car, now you broke your car, it's, it's uh, non-prescribed use of your car that you are violating your warranty. That the car, when you send it to the manufacturers, oh, it says it's invalidated. Mm. Your warranty is not covered. So the same way a human being has a divine, 
spiritual and human warranty that you continue to heal every single day you're healing when you get injured in your body you're healing in mind body and spirit that's your divine warranty that it would just do for you without even thinking about it that you don't even appreciate it so it's allowing this to happen it's surrendering to the process correct healing that's already within us right your divine human warranty follows what is in righteousness and faithfulness practices of the individual that number one number one precept you are designed to be therapeutic use of self that you have to be loving you have to be helpful you have to be in the spirit of uh, faithfulness and righteousness that you follow this ascription that you subscribe into this divine prescribed spiritual procurement requirement Hear me out. It's a procurement requirement that you you have to uh, comply and adhere to the highest and to the best of your ability. And that therapeutic use of self is to do what is right in others. That's number one rule. And no matter what it is, always do what is right. This is all I'm asking to you. Forget the dogma. Forget the indoctrination about religion. Forget about that. I am teaching you what that works for you. Because if you are doing what is right, believe me, you will achieve whatever you desire with life because you follow what is the subscribed divine therapeutic melu of your of your therapeutic use of self. Yeah, the the, the I so thank you for that. I I'm 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 digging what you're saying. The hiccup I have is that the term right, doing what's right. And my my curiosity is when someone is experiencing PTSD and thoughts of suicide, what is right? Let that's me, a, that's let, a slippery slope. Let, let, let's go back. Let's close this first uh, topic first. That uh-huh. I need you to understand the word therapeutic use of self. I mm-hmm. think we have defined that, right? Okay, yeah. The second word that I need you to understand is the beneficial purpose of application in others. That you are designed to be beneficial, that others would be benefiting from you. We already doing this this um, design, this mm-hmm. you, this therapeutic, this divine design. We are already doing this through your livelihood. You are designed to be beneficial in your purpose of application to yourself. Let me explain that to you further, that you can understand what I'm saying to you. For example, a knife. Right? If you're holding a knife, mm-hmm. this knife is designed to cut meat, right? When you're eating. That's the beneficial purpose application of that knife, and that is the therapeutic use of self of that knife. Now, the moment that you use this knife to stab, to cut others, the beneficial purpose application has already been rebuked that you are in breach to yourself. If you are thinking of, of using, you become an instrument of evil now and harm and, and killing and robbing and destroying in others. That is the violation of your therapeutic use of self and beneficial purpose of application. That your divine, spiritual, and human warranty will be rebuked. Let me tell you this. If you want to know what life is about, Mm -hmm. life is about copying. You copy somebody's 
success or failure's blueprint, right? We yeah. always copy a formula, a recipe. We always copy. Yeah. We exercise, we copy that. We want this. We always copy. Righteousness is not a choice. It's a way of life. Faithfulness is a way of life because deep within you, if we, we, we talk about the physical level of copying, right? Righteousness and, and faithfulness. Let me explain to you in the nursing care, in the medicine, in the microscopic, in the cellular level of the human flesh, your DNA is also copying mm -hmm. the helix and your DNA is been copying and duplicating and replicating that you will have a healthy cell, a healthy body, and health and optimum wellness. Mm -hmm. For example, people who suffer from cancer, their, the cell turns haywire. It's no longer copying faithfully. It's no longer copying righteously that the cell turns into a tumor. Mm. Right? So, so righteousness mm. and faithfulness does not come only in our physical way or in our conduct of affairs, but it is also in the microscopic and cellular level of your human body that you need to practice and align your mind, your thoughts, that you are righteous and faithful, that you will do what is right because your body would treat you the same way. As I have said, how you know Jesus is how Jesus will revealed to you how do you know the correct answer in life is how the correct answer will reveal to you it's it's a mirror That's like a riddle it's a mirror <laughs> right. i need you to understand this it's, so it's a like, mirror so it's it's really um it was well, you say that it reminds me of something from uh the hermetic principles of the Kabbalion. have you ever heard of this no go ahead so it's um ancient texts uh and one of the principles is as above so below Exactly. So it's like, if like, and like, if if something is represented up here, then it's also represented on the on the below piece. Like, exactly. Or or a better way to 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 term it, people, how we do one thing is how we do everything. I you you sum it all up. You know what I mean? Yes, it's the summary. Okay. I I need you to understand as well that our our schooling have failed again and again to deliver us in the hands of Christ. Yet we spend, I spend almost a quarter of my lifetime studying and learning and I have never learned this until I have gone through what life is teaching me. Mm -hmm. That number one, you need to understand the ancient laws that we are governed in this therapeutic milieu. And one law that I need you to know that continues to be applied today is this. What you saw is what you will reap. Oh yes. It's the same thing. Yes. Everything is, yes. is, is, is in, this, in this governing algorithm yep. of, of, of functioning that what you, what you saw is what you will reap, right? Mm -hmm. That's why there's another, oh, before I go, there's another law that I need you to understand, an ancient law that's still applicable today. That's what, um, that if you go in the Middle East, it's been practiced, mm -hmm. right? In the Middle East countries, they still do this. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a life for a life. They, mm. they still follow these precepts. Now, all of this are governing ancient laws. Our banking system is doing the same thing. If you owe me money, you pay me back with that. When you buy, you pay. It's always this give and take. It's always this uh, precept, this spiritual principle that is all around us 
that you need to follow and uh, be adherent to the law and you don't violate to the law. Mm. Now, let's go back to this question. When you suffer post-traumatic stress disorder, right? I asked the Lord about this question. Why, Lord? Why am I um, not able to see the truth in your name that I am suffering trauma, I'm suffering stress, that it's, it's, I am rehashing, I am reliving the trauma, I am um, experiencing this, this uh, nightmare to be real in my experience, mm -hmm. that I am uh, plagued with guilt, that I am, um, uh, I'm having triggers mm. that's, that's triggering me to, to be agitated or um, to be hostile, you know, and right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm deceived. My environment is no longer cooperating to me. I need you to understand this, number one, number one, and we need to go back, first of all, I need you to clarify this, that if you know what is life, what is life? I'm asking you every day that you are doing what you're doing every day. What is that? What? That so you wait. come to work, you wake up in the morning at seven o'clock, my alarm's clock ring, I wear this shirt. You are doing these activities of daily living. Mm -hmm. That, let me tell you, the Hollywood Christ revealed to me. I say the Hollywood Christ I was because about to say the Hollywood Christ. Yes. Like, whoa, man. Oh, let me tell you, he, movies he, now? he comes in many ways and in many names. Shh. And the Hollywood Christ revealed to me that every day you wake up, you are rehearsing life. It's a rehearsal that you are that you are given a chance every single day to do better from what is yesterday. Mm. That you are given a chance to be redeemed, that you are given a chance to be forgiven, that you need to repent, which means to amend your actions because you are repeating yourself every single day. So is, is, is Hollywood Christ saying to keep repeating or to constantly up-level every day? You need to upgrade. Every day. Every day. This goes into something, are you familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza? Yes. So it's like it's very, it sounds almost similar to what he talks about. It's yes. like every day do something different, create yes. new brain waves. Correct. Um, and that's and I can see that as being a way of like, well, wow, so I'm creating new brain waves. Correct. That could be the pathway to mm -hmm. the most higher, to like that higher level or that um, I forget how you uh, how you described it, um, like the conditioning, the knowledge, or the application of knowledge and application itself. Yes. Yes. Interesting. So. What, what the Hollywood Christ was telling me is that every day mm -hmm. you are rehearsing yourself. The question is, are you practicing your failure or are you practicing to be, to be a master of your success? So, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. A lot of us are deceived that we keep practicing our failure in our conduct, in our goals, in our aspiration of life, in our decision-making abilities. Because why? Mm. We never tap our divine power mm. for guidance. Okay. And, and you keep and you will be chasing the wind. When you're on your own self-imposed exile, apart from the presence of the Lord in your mind, in your heart, and in your deeds, you're on your own. This is what he calls in the therapeutic milieu um, the passive approach. Since you don't go to him, right? 
-hmm. You're forsaken and abandoned with life. You are like a dropout. You refuse to attend the classroom of life. You don't. You refuse to participate in the program. You're on your own because you have free will. You have autonomy. You have self-determination. You have free choice to do in life. In, in free will and free choice, I want to make sure I, I'm highlighting this to listeners from what I'm saying. Free choice and free will to do something different, to access the divine energy within. Exactly. But you need to honor who is the giver of that power to you. It's not on your own. And this is where the problem is. A lot of people are given the gift of, of blessings in life, mm -hmm. but then they turn their head and refuse to acknowledge the donor of life. What do you think the donor would feel? If I'm giving you a gift and you don't even say thank you, you don't even appreciate him, you don't even say, hey, look at this, what he did to me. Well, people are in their own, people are in their own space, man. They're like, hey, man, ah, it's, my hand, it's, uh, you it's, know. It's a, a you it's the one of the human ugly nature that the moment we receive something we forget to reciprocate and and we it's a human ugly nature to us because we have been tainted and tainted and soiled from sin that we do this but I really need you to to go back to this topic that number one you are rehearsing your life mm -hmm. and you are given an opportunity every single day to make a difference in the way how you conduct your life. Yet we are a slave because we have failed to reach and tap in our faith of belief how to uh, set us free in His truth. That I'm telling you, if a person, if you know that you are wrong and you refuse to acknowledge that wrong, mm -hmm. can, you, can you find those people in the street that are like that? Yeah. That is the unforgivable sin that you are made aware you're wrong, but yet you still stick your head in the ground. You wanna you wanna bury your head in the ground when they're telling you, hey, come this way, this is the way to go. Mm -hmm. And you insist on your own way, so be it. Because that's life. So um just to take uh, uh I don't even know if this is a detour, but like I wanna I wanna ask because you mentioned several times in this session how you've accessed or like what you said like you know Christ told me or like Hollywood Christ told me and I think it may be helpful for people that are listening how do you access that good question it, it is hmm. let me let me reframe that question mm -hmm. how can you find a salt if you don't know what it tastes like and look like if I'm asking you, go please get me a salt in the kitchen, and you don't know what it tastes like, what it right. looks like, how can you find something that you don't questions. know? I'm gonna ask questions. Yeah. It could be a sugar. Right. Right. Yeah, this I gotta is taste what, it. I got. Right. I got. I, I got to have the sensory exact, experience to it. Exactly. So first, first of all, you really need to know the word of God, and you re you need to un you need to pray to ask Him, and this is how I pray. Lord, make me know your righteous ways. Teach me your loving path. Lead me to your everlasting ways. Reveal to me what is my true worth, that I be made worthy to receive the gift of God will be placed in my hand here and now, right in front of you. Make me the apple of your eye. Amen. How can God refuse that? How can you be 
refuse. So what I'm hearing you say is call on him. Exactly. We have to. You see, our, our schooling have failed to teach us how to be delivered in the hands of Christ when it teaches us how to plan and take actions. Well, shoot, school, school is, I have a couple kids, school is failing to teach kids how to think and how to connect with something more than themselves, the, whether it's with the society, this milieu, the most high, nature, all of these things. I, this is what my conclusion that I am taught how to be adrift and afar from Christ. Mm. That I am not taught how to call on His name. Mm. When You're when a the drifter. school yes You're a drifter. yes oh, when when the shoot. the school That's is teaching us how to be independent and how to rely on our own without Christ. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm trying. Well, this is what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. That yet it's teaching you to be Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. It is promoting who. Do you know who is he promoting to? It's what? Their he's society. Pro he's, it's promoting Judas. Mm. The world so, is teaching you to be Jesus, but it's promoting to be Judas. So this is bringing something. I, I feel like what I, I'm talking to you. It's like bringing up all these books that I've read in the past that are in alignment with this, con this content. And there was something I read um, by uh, Kaya Ra, The Sophia Code. Have you ever heard of this book? No, I haven't heard this one. So um, it, it, was it was really interesting. And I want to bring this out in this podcast because um, when for people that you know, hear Christ and like are maybe like, ah, oh, religion, blah, blah, blah. I want people to be aware that there is, um, and, and you may agree or disagree with this, but there is a Christ consciousness, which is on a higher divine level that is accessible to all people. The Christ consciousness is really, and it sounds like that's what you're talking about. It's the divine. It's the connected. It is the compassionate. It is the universal love component that resides in all and that resides in all things that people get to tap into. So when people are hearing this, they're like, and, I, and it's funny because when you say Jesus, I'm like, oh, man, that's got a different tint to it. It does have a different tint. Yes. Christ I, consciousness is something where it's like, especially if, if someone's to call on Christ or call on the most high, mm -hmm. there is an accessibility there that's within us that's been planted by exactly. something more higher than us. Yes. yes? It, exactly. But let me tell you, the word has been saturated, combulated. What word are you referring to? Jesus. Okay. That word has been um, soiled. Mm -hmm. There's so many lobbyists mm. that is damaging that word. But let me tell you this. He comes in many names. Mm -hmm. Understand this. There is no religion, no religion or no faith that has a monopoly, a trademark, or a copyright of the salvation success in Christ. Anybody can claim salvation just look around every anybody can be successful with right, life right. and i need you to know salvation is here and now in your way of life it's not the afterlife it's here and now that you will be saved that you will mitigate risk and harm this is where my book the recovery code is is teaching you how to claim what is number one we have an, in, an inheritance mm -hmm. from the father but the father knew that we swindled him. Well, the inheritance is what? The abundance of life. 
okay. that you will prosper with life that okay. you will be promoted with life you are given a gift of life but ask yourself is life a friend to me or an enemy and why why am I born to be in this world for what for what reason that I am born to exist here and now today mm -hmm. for what to go through all this and be be withered into decay and to die so yes you, so that, that's the reflection piece of yes. like looking at like yes well, like that goes back to what you're saying before like looking at your situation and saying like how did i arrive at this situation exactly what is this who am i like what's what 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 where am i in this space that's what am the I question doing? i asked the great teacher i asked him that question why for what purpose that i am to endure in so much pain in damnation mm -hmm. or I would be in your resurrection and redemption. They, yeah, they this think is interesting. This is I'm I'm interested with this because, um, like okay, so so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna so I'm bringing this to the suicide perspective. Um, I know for me, like over the past, like what, yeah, probably um, over the past five years, there's been times when I've been in very low periods, where I thought suicide was an option. I do too. I had a moment in time where I, I thought suicide was the option. I, I, I had a, a loss of meaning with life. Three years mm. ago, if you met me three years ago, you would n never in your mind think that I am becoming uh, spiritual in my level of understanding and approach with life. So what shifted I, for you? He saved me. How so? I was given an ultimatum. I was given a choice. Either I, I live or I die from, from the sins of this world, partying and going every places. I, I am a, a happy-go-lucky man. I'm part, I just couldn't care less. I mean, right. I just do the work and do my deeds and do my thing. I never knew he existed until mm. he saved me too. Because I, I, was, I said, like, is this, is this it? What life can be? Right. But Were you, well, well, before you had that, uh, that, that awakening, um, did you have any sort of background in connection, calling on the Most High? Like, did you have... That's the only word that saves me. I always call His name. Got you. I always call His name. So I always say this, God help me. Which way, Lord? Right. And here and there. And, you, and what, I, what I'm getting the impression of is like when you call on them, you listen. Yes. You listen. You listen. Did you hear that, everybody? If you listen to this, He listened. Okay, that's the piece. This, 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 is, this is the thing, that you are actively guided uh -huh. by Him. If you follow Him, if you, listen. if you follow, when you listen and you follow Him, when you copy Him, He will guide you. Right. He will provide you the ways that will achieve for your desires, for your, you know, to get what you want. He will guide you, but you have to follow Him, that you will be actively guided. This right. is the therapeutic milieu that I'm talking about. Either you are, he is neutral to you, that he, he will not intervene, right? Right, Or he is passive to you, or he is actively guiding you and watching right. you. Because you consent to him, you collaborate and you partner to him. But if you insist in your own ways mm -hmm. to not believe in him, to not honor him, to not trust him. That's passive. That's passive. You're on your own. Got you. You're for, forsaken or abandoned in life when so, his eyes. So passive is like, okay, I'm stepping back. Yeah. Active is like, I'm going right in. Yeah, he's neutral directing is you. what? Like neutral is like, I don't know where I am right now. Life has always been neutral. 
Okay. Understand this. The, because we have free will, mm -hmm. it's always been neutral. You have mm. a choice that you can decide you want to do this or you don't want to do that or I want to do this. It's a choice to mm. you. What I'm trying to tell you is be spiritually insured in His name that when you fail, you have a cushion because you are covered spiritually in His name. He will guide you. Spiritually you ask, insured. That's yes, a, that's you, a there, term, there is, boy. Yes, you are, there is a spiritual liability. Let's go back to the ancient law, right? I need you to go back to this, that what you saw is what you reap. And I need you to know, because a lot of people don't understand what does it mean to be saved in the cross. I, I didn't know this either. I, I was like, what does it mean? I cannot relate to this. Right. What, what, what the great teacher taught me is this. He revealed to us 2,000 years ago a standard way of living that you need to follow so you will be saved. Other than that, you will suffer damnation. 2,000 years ago, He brought heaven down to us and revealed to us a standard, a benchmark that this is the way to live life that you will thrive you will be nourished you will foster and be maintained if you don't meet his standard you will suffer damnation this is what salvation means that you have to copy him and resemble to be christ-like mm -hmm. that you are loving you are caring accommodating respectful kind all those beautiful words that you could hear in the scripture right. that you are designed into this level you don't think evil you don't speak evil and you don't do evil to others. Yeah, this is I and again, I'm 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 in a, I agree with what you're saying. The the part that's tripping me up, Carlo, is like what's the transition for people that are going through this experience of getting triggered um, in that repetition of thoughts like I'm unworthy, why am I here? Uh, my life is horrible. Like what what's I, what can because I hear what you say about hey listen you, you could choose something different and that's going to create something different in their life and my my question to you like um, the invitation is can you provide some things for for people that may be listening to this that are experiencing PTSD because when I put this out that, that we're going to do it people are like oh this is going to be interesting okay. people that are going through suicide what would you say to those people um, to those men that are going through that and that may find it difficult to do something different because they're in that I, I, loophole. I, agree. I, I, I totally um, empathize to the pain, what you go through, because I see this a lot in my patients where they would just lay in bed every single day and I would force them to get out of bed. Then mm. one day, one patient told me, you know, he thanked me for doing what I'm doing, even if he was angry at me. So I asked him, what does it feel like to be in your situation, to be so depressed that you don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to eat, you don't want to clean up? And she told me that it felt like I was trapped in my own body, mm. that I could not get out, mm. that I was so powerless, like I was carrying a heavy weight that I cannot move, that I am in this cage in my body I'm aware but yet I don't want to move this is what the word she told me and it's like yeah. wow 
What, what is the, the, we thought like oh it's behavior it's no it's no. beyond behavior when you suffer uh, suffer clinical depression uh, post-traumatic disorder and uh, depression right it's not just the behavior anymore it's above and beyond the will of the man to you know we think like it's just you know like, it's uh, a think choice better. Think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no Let's, no 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 it's clinical and it's what we call a dis ease it's a disease right, of disease. the mind but what we fail to understand it's also it's not just mental or emotional disease but it's also a spiritual disease and i asked mm. the great teacher how does this happen how does this happen lord that even if i know right even if i'm mindful i'm aware that it's not good for me but yet it's still i'm doing it i'm harming myself right i'm betraying myself he told me this. I need you to listen this out. Um, walk with, with me for a moment that I need you to understand the world that we live at. That one, there is this physical world that we are seeing, that we are able to function based on um, precepts of uh, evidence, right? We always look for evidence with life, that we work on tangible, concrete, things that we could understand in our conduct of affairs with others, in our, our self-understanding, uh, right? So we have this physical world that we see, and we I need you to understand above and beyond that, there is also the spiritual world that you don't see, yet it's around us that we are governed into this therapeutic milieu that I need you to understand. Science have proven this when you look when you use your senses right to see things all is all is this is the the light that travels into your retina in your eyes for example right that it's refracted into your consciousness of awareness it transmit uh stimuli into your mind that you're able to perceive things and understand things in a concrete manner so what i'm telling you based on science we have understood this process of understanding the world that we are using our senses through our perception right that there is this mirror it's like a mirror that you are looking at the world in the lens of your self uh, reflection that you are understanding the world now understand yourself there is a mirror outside of us that's that's around us that you are uh, cultivating into this ancient law of what is what you saw is what you reap. This is the, the governing process of this mirror. Now, I need you to understand that there is also a spiritual mirror that is found within you. In your mind, in your consciousness, you have this mirror that refracts like a kaleidoscope. If you're playing with a kaleidoscope, you would understand what I'm saying, that you could see this uh, spectacle view that mirrors refracts from the outside and from within. You are functioning the same. And that I need you to know, your outside mirror is governed by your mindfulness. But within you, the inside of your mirror is governed by your faithfulness that so many of us will suffer a state of fog that 
when the mirror is in a fog condition, it's not clear. I don't know if you experience that when you take a shower and mm -hmm. your mirror is fog. Yeah, clean it. Yeah, Gotta clean it. You cannot see from within you that you are blind because, hear me out, you lack faith. It is in faithfulness, understand me. The mother of all your emotion is in faithfulness that if without faith, I will experience anxiety, depression, worry, uh, what else? Envy, hostility, mm. all the negative emotions, bitterness. Uh, I would not be able to appreciate life because the mirror inside me is blocked. So, so like, in a real quick thing just to, to reset here. Um, not reset, but be free of resetting. Stamp something. So, so for someone for PTSD, I'm being nosy in your notes right here. So someone for PST and their foggy mirror may be like plagued with guilt, reliving the past, reliving nightmares, reliving traumas. People with suicide, the mirror could be fogged with, I'm unworthy. My life is, my, my life is, uh, I, I, it's better off I'm not here. All these different things. So in that in that perspective, what what is it that gets that can get them to clean the mirror? Because we talked about this a little bit before. Like people could be in a space and be free of really settling or stepping up into changing and shifting something. This is where I'm coming from. That number one, you have to read the book Recovery Code to put you in a step in a mindset, like a like you will have a procedure within you which is through your faith of belief that I would be conducting a workshop through my webpage, mindwareunlimited.com, that I will teach you a faith that is an effective faith that you would be able to rely, just like you're relying your two hands, your mm -hmm. bare hands, I need you to be able to rely on your faith of belief that your faith will work for you. Because faith in what? Faith in the most high. Okay. Faith in God. The higher purpose, the most The higher high. power, the most high. As I have said, you need to learn how to tap mm -hmm. your divine power. And it's not just human power. So this is the perfect place to plug your book. Yes. Um, I wanna, uh, so can you tell the, 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 the listeners, first of all, tell them a little bit about the book like, uh, and what, how that can help and support them and what they're experiencing. And then if you could share, what are the ways people can connect with you, can contact you? Um, the book is about understanding that we are living in a pseudo reality right now. It's a fake reality where we are at. Because in theory, listen to me, hear this out quick. According to the scripture, it's not me, okay? The scripture said that we have been saved. When Christ bowed his head in the cross and gave up his spirit, he said, it is finished. So what does that mean? In scripture, in theory, in paper, you are saved. However, in practice, why am I suffering in damnation? Why am I failing with life? This is the question I need you to understand in your mindset that why I am not what I am called to be in His name. Why am I am not living in His true worth that I am deceived in this pressing reality right now? That's This is not my damning reality. I'm telling you this, that 
Why am I given a stone when I'm asking for a bread? This is the reality we are at that so many of us are deceived. If we do not know how to park our mind in the consciousness of Christ, that if I am not climbing the ladder of Christ, I will be deceived in this damaging world. And so this the is the book, book about. Okay, okay, gotcha. So the book helps to support people to get to that Christ, um, move past what they're experiencing, step into that Christ consciousness or step closer to Christ and the Most High to be able to, step, to, be able to um, ascend past their conditions. Yes, I, I need you to find a different frame of mindset, a paradigm shift in your thinking mm. and doing, in your consciousness of awareness that you need to embody in your mindset. So, um, you, because in, in the book, you have, you have various sections where you have a scenario, you have a prayer, and then there's contemplation. Yes. So, I think that um, for listeners that um, have yet to read this book or yet to purchase it, when you purchase this book, there's there's different sections in there, um, and, and it's, a, it's a variety of topics that you cover in the book, and prayers, contemplations, where I, I see that as bringing in that mindfulness and the faithfulness in how you've written it, which will provide people with support and assistance uh, in moving past their situation. Would, you, would you agree with that? Yeah, it's a, it's a question of your faith that you need to reinforce yourself that... Christ said, which is easier to say, that your sin is forgiven or to rise and walk in the forgiveness of sin? I need you to clarify that in your mindset that you need to ask yourself, am I only smelling the aroma of success or I am experiencing and tasting it? That is the question you need to ask because so many of us are deceived to be only smelling what is success in life that I'm not able to taste it. You need to decipher. You need to discern that, that you will not be deceived because the standard, the revelation of life has already been set before us. He already revealed to us. It's like, it's like life is like a marathon and the finish line was, been, was made that all you need to do is cross on the other side of that, that line where you will be saved. This is what life is, Christ is asking each of us. That... He already set you up to fail. I mean, to succeed, not to fail. Life is, is stuck against the individual. Understand that. Mm, it's yeah. easy for you to fail than to succeed. Life is hard. Look at how many divorce rates we have. Yeah. Any okay. businesses, new businesses. I can, I can tell you on and on that life is stuck against you. But through Christ, you will learn how to play to win and not lose. Good. Get the book. Get the book. And how do they get in contact with you? Uh, true. Uh, you could contact. You could see my webpage, mindwareunlimited.com. I have more web uh, conduct lectures that I provided to you. And, and hopefully, videos. And videos. videos yes. And uh, you could contact me through email, carlo at mindwareunlimited.com. And do you have any social media outlets? Uh, join me on Facebook. Okay. Mindwareunlimited.com. I mean, I'm on Facebook as well. I'm, I'm starting to build up all this uh social media platform nice yes nice the, and this and you can add this this recording so here's the thing man to wrap this up i give all my guests 90 seconds to sum up the message of who you are what your purpose is and and what you want to relate to those to people based on our conversation so 
give you 90 seconds. All right, and we're gonna go in five, four, three, two, and you're on. Wow, wow I have them prepared this. Anyhow, yeah. my purpose is that you will change your life, but not just you, but your entire generation of family will have a better life, that you will claim the price of Christ here and now, that you are wearing his crown, that I need you to understand this. You are not uh, forsaken or uh, deprived with life, but to rise and climb in the ladder of Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord for revealing to us His love and salvation to the end. Wow, dang, that was that was 30 seconds, man. I, oh, I haven't prepared that, haven't prepared that part. <laughs> I know, that's why I never tell people, that's why I failed. I forget, I, 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 I'm free of telling people about this that I have on the show because I want it to be impromptu. I want you to come from your gut and come from your heart. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much thank you for, for having content. me in this forum. Um, listen, man, especially with feedback from this, we may have you back on, man. We could dive into we, some We have stuff, a lot, man. we haven't finished yet. The, we just the question the service, yes. man. This was just Go. the beginning. This is not the end. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. man. Carlo, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for putting this work in. Thank you for caring. Um, it's a blessing, man. Blessing. Awesome. Peace Thank and you. love. Peace and love. Be well, everybody. Until the next episode, this is Men Talk About, and this is your host, Paul Newell, signing off with my man, Carlo B, in the place to be. Who you with? Hey, Peace. Right. <laughs>